Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, episode 76, and it's a and it's a brand new year. Coming back from a much-needed week off for last week. Um, so if you're looking for a show, sorry, but uh, we decided to take that week off uh, to reset. So we got quite a bit show. Last lot happened, not a lot of recaps. Um, don't worry, we're not going to make it long. It's not going to be drawn out. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good, going to be glad it lot of information. Um, but our social media, Pride Wings Podcast on Facebook, Discord, and Instagram, and X and YouTube, we're at Pride Wings Pod, and our email is Pride Wings Podcast at gmail.com. So let's roll right into the recaps because uh, there's no beer league minute because the season doesn't start till this coming Thursday. So next week we'll be back with with the beer league minute. So I guess you want to start with your wings. I guess uh, I think it's Minnesota, I believe, you start out with. We start with Minnesota. Um, You know, I'm kind of just – I feel like I'm just relaying where I left last week, just garbage hockey. 6-3 6-3 loss, um, you know, there there really wasn't any, there wasn't any real highlights. I guess the real highlight of the game, I mean, Detroit was just dominating. And, and I see this, you know, game in and game out, they just cannot play a full game. But they get dominated in terms of their lack of shots. They can't get into the zone cleanly. They're trying backwards passes that are getting inter- intercepted and, you know, odd man rushes like this garbage, garbage hockey. And this was one of those. Sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, this was one of those games. The only bright spot of this game was the cat and cane show. Um, You know, they scored two of the three goals. They looked like they wanted to be out there. They looked like they belonged to be out there. Kane just continues to, and and again, I say this every week, but I, I haven't watched him and he amazes me. I don't know how I haven't watched this guy sooner, probably because I didn't care for him after the cabbie incident. Um, which I still don't. I think that's Bush League. But I can't deny the skill that he has when he's on that ice. And this was one of those games. I mean, his passing is flawless. And, you know, Cat just he, he finds a way to score goals. So, you know, he finds the, the open spots. And I, I knew that about him coming in when he came into the organization. And it's worked. So, but it was just a, no momentum. They got zero momentum it was just a slow pace they looked uncomfortable they looked like they haven't played together i mean it's just just kind of poor hockey so 6-3 loss the highlights are cat and kane um the game after that we will recap together at the end of both of our recaps and that will be the preds and wings so i'm going to move along to boston now detroit detroit kind of <laughs> and i just want to say um for some some reason i had Forgot about that game on a, on the weekly pick schedule. I don't know how I missed it, but I don't think I'm the only one. I don't think I'm the only one that didn't that for, uh, forgot it. I just didn't <laughs> forget. I mean, I I'm not, I don't think I'm the only one that forgot the game, as you'll probably mention. But but I'll be honest here, like in all seriousness, I would have not. Picked Detroit to win this game, and I'll tell you why. And I was, this was going to be part of my recap anyway, but Detroit has, I don't want to say owned Boston, because they did take a loss early on. Detroit won the next two, but Detroit's had an edge up on Boston. Boston is still one of the top teams in the NHL. I don't care what the stats say. I don't I don't care where they are in the lineup, or I'm sorry, in the standings. Their lineup is just full of stilly, really good players. Um you know, and they'll, they'll start to decline. We all know that. I mean, how many more years, you know, does Marshand have? Is Pasta not going to be effective? Ah, he's going to be. He's just an incredible player. I keep him out. Um, but, like, McAvoy, you know, is he going to continue? Is he going to be able to continue his level of play once you start losing, you know, like the the Marshands? But, anyways, getting back to this game, I, I didn't have Detroit winning this game. I knew that 
you know, it was just their not their time. I didn't see Detroit completely dominating uh, the series, but Boston came out again. It was just another one of those games where they just did not look good. They came out slow. I mean, they scored two quick goals. Frederick got both of them. I mean, he owned Detroit. He owned the Red Wings when they played each other. He completely dominated the game. Um, and there's just like zero, again, zero pace and zero effort in that game. Like, these guys need to go out there and look professional. They need to, I mean, they, they have all the capabilities in the world. Like, Detroit is the most hot, cold team that I can think of right now in the NHL. It's like one minute they're talking about how Detroit's going to be a wild card. They're fighting for a wild card. You know, they're going to sneak in, adding Kane, huge move. And then the very next day, they get blown out, and we're talking about, well, where do we stand? We're still in a rebuild. You know, it's a long process. So the media is divided. The fans are divided. Everyone just wants to know, what is Stevie Wise's plan at this point? Because we've had two years very, very similar to this year. So we haven't had real severe growth. And we haven't had a real severe setback. We're just kind of there. And I get that this is a process. I understand that. And I'm sure there's a lot of Red Wings fans that are going to completely disagree with me. But we should see some kinds of improvement to show that the plan is working. And we don't have that. We're not We're not having that right now. So we're... And when, again, do we start asking questions like, what is the plan? Like, what is the philosophy? Like, what what are you anticipating? Because saying it's a it's a rate it's a marathon, it's not a race. Like, we understand that, but we want to at least get off the starting line. Fire the gun. Let us get started. Let us show some improvement. So, I'm hopeful. I think the Red Wings have plenty of time to turn this season around and get on a couple of hot streaks here. But I just, it needs to happen soon. It needs to happen soon. But Boston was just a bad game. You know, Detroit woke up a little bit, but, you know, obviously not enough to come back and, and do much. So they, they take the loss in this game, 5-3. We move on. So the next game that, that I have is the Wings and the Sharks. Detroit actually pulled out a 5-3 win in this game. And I just want to make a, a mention to this because a lot of people don't realize this, and this is one reason, and, and this will be relevant for our duel, but the Red Wings actually lead the NHL for the most five-goal games, and they've got 17 in the season right now. That's a lot of scoring. The Red Wings are actually third in the NHL in goals. The only two teams ahead of them, which are top-tier teams, you've got Vancouver with 149 goals, and you've got Colorado with 147. And then in third, you've got the Red Wings with 139. We know how to put pucks in the net. We need to learn how to stop them from getting put in our net. And I think our defense has been abysmal this year. And I, and this was a great game. You know, this was a good game. And, you know, we actually came out and we played three good periods of hockey. Everybody played together. They looked like they'd played together for years. And it was just a really, really good game. You know, it was just they, they played with they, they played competitively and like they had some passion. I mean, they're on they're starting their West Coast trip. They need to they need to they needed this game. Um, but. They end up playing playing well, um, you know, and and they were actually, believe it or not, well, I, I thought they looked really good. They were losing going into the third period, and Detroit just turned it on, and Perron ends up netting uh, two goals and, and getting things really solidified for, for Detroit. But this was a good game. They needed this. They needed this game. They needed to kick off this trip like this, and they did. So now we're going to move into Wings and Kings. 
Kings are a pretty good team. And this was a good test for Detroit. And how I just went off my soapbox, how we can't figure out if Detroit's in it or not in it, what Stevie Wise got to do. But this is that mini streak that we needed. We needed to beat a team like L.A. We needed to just prove that we belong out there and that we have the potential. Now it's now it's got to go back to the locker room, and they have to believe it. And I, I, I don't want to switch over to the NFL, but you look at a team like the Lions. They're not the most talented team in the league. They have enough talent to be dangerous, and they've got a coach that knows how to manifest that talent and make it a mindset. So their mindset is they want to go out there and win. They're going to go out there and play as hard as they can. It doesn't matter who's across the line from them. They are going to win that battle, and it's worked. The Red Wings need to take that same kind of mentality because they've got some very good players on their team who could be traded tomorrow to any team in the league. So they have talented players. Now it's up to Lalonde to get that manifested out of these guys. And they need to win games like they, like the Sharks are not a very good team. So that's not a good comparison. But the Kings, now that's a good team to, to judge yourself against. So Detroit comes out and they really needed the game. And again, the, the Kings come out, they took a 2-0 lead in the first, you know, two very quick goals. And it just didn't take long for them to, to come out. But Robbie Fabry, he showed up this game. He put two goals in, and, you know, he got things really going. This game goes into a 3-3 overtime. And they needed, the, again, they needed this game. They needed the two, the two points. And Lucas Raymond finds a way to put the puck in the back of the net in overtime. It was an awesome play and get the get the wings the two points that they needed. So that's where we stand. And I and I gotta make mention that I, I think we might have a new number one goalie in Detroit. I think they'll come back and they're gonna try to ease Huso in, but I think Alex Lyon has proven himself, and I think that's a big piece to not letting pucks into the back of our net is having a solid goalie. And Lyon's got his head there. I mean he's making the saves that he needs to make and he's playing very, very well. I think if he can stay on this on on if he can stay hot, I think Detroit can ride Lion into several more wins and get on that streak. I think Lion is a goalie that has proven himself over the last few games and he belongs here. I think Reimer is going to be the odd man out. I think you'll see Huso and Lion ride this out until um you get Sebastian Costa ready to come up. You know, that's just my thought. But Detroit, we'll get back to it. 4-3 win. Big win for Detroit. And right now as we speak, they're playing Anaheim. But I will recap that next week. And I'm going to turn it over to Dano. Uh, it wasn't a much of a uh, week. Another, it was just a bad week. Um, Got to go all the way back to Carolina game, the 27th. Um, just a terrible 5-2 to two loss. Um Nyquist and O'Reilly is the only ones to score, so at least they're staying somewhat hot. Just not a good game. Not 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 a good game at all for them. Um, you know, and then it just I don't know. They, it's like they didn't show up. I mean, and they were at home too. Um, so then you know to go to. Right after that, they had to go to Detroit, which we'll do in a minute. And because um, they actually had a back-to-back um, in Detroit, and, and then and then the next day they were at Washington. So it was a little a little flight. They had to fly late at uh, Detroit, um, but they actually ended up with a win, um, three-two win. Um, they they had a two-nothing lead. Ovechkin did get a goal, so I mean they. He was, he's been struggling, so um, that kind of that might have sparked him there. Um, but but you know, Ovechkin's one of those guys that you just—he's like a Crosby, he's like a Matthews, he's like a Connor Mc, uh, McDavid. Like, it's not a matter of if if they're going to score; it's a matter of when. Like they're they're just those types of players that you know they're going to put a 
<laughs> kind of like Crosby, who's having a quiet season as well as Ovechkin. So, they are. but um, they're older. They're, they're, but, there's not much time left for them. But and guys that that can score on you still. These names, you know, going to be sounding familiar. It's like like a broken record. Uh, Evangelista Yossi Nyquist. Nyquist again scores a goal. Um, so you know, they're it just it seems like it's that's going to be a theme through all these. Um, so then they, uh, then they come back home after that, start off the new year. Um, and it was uh, actually January 2nd, um, since there's only one game on the first and that was a overdone winter classic, but I think we went over that in the last couple of seasons. So I don't think we will need to go rehash that thing. Um, Chicago, um, you know, we'll get into the picks later, but you know they come up with a nice three nothing win, um, and they had you know I will talk about this a little bit later, but I mean Bedard was in in you know, um, like for Chicago, uh, the Preds beat Chicago. I th- who I think it was who played goalie for you that night? Was it Saros who played in okay. that? Um, oh, he's actually the first star, but they only had why was he the first star? They only had. Twenty-one shots on goal. They only, they only had twenty-one shots on goal, so I don't know why he would be a star. But, but uh, so and then uh, the goal scores. Another, you know, familiar. That sound like a broken record. Any guesses? Evangelista. <laughs> no, Nyquist, O'Reilly, and Evangelista. So they're starting to get hot, and then. Um, they stay at home uh, after that with another game against Calgary, which should have won. I thought they were going to win. You know, Calgary. Calgary's not playing too bad. Um, you know, they're still way down at the bottom of their in their division, but it was just they they were flat again, and it's just too many. You know, um, six to three loss. Forsberg assistants and McCarron scores so. You know, maybe it was because Nyquist and O'Reilly didn't score. I don't know, but or Evangelista. Um, but probably the surprise game of all, of all, which just happened uh, uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday, uh, at Dallas. Um, the Preds came away with a four-three win. They had they had a two-nothing lead and a four-two lead, but they didn't blow them, and they met, <clears throat> they end up holding on. Nyquist and Evangelista. Scored and Forsberg had two goals, so you know they're they're really starting to heat up. Um, they can just keep stay consistent. Um, and the key for the Predators, um, as far as you know, they they look you know they look bad in their losses, and even some losses they look really good, um, but they can't seem to uh, lose, but. You know, they had, well, they had a three-game losing streak, which is the first, I believe, the first season, first, um, the first time all year that they had a, a, a losing streak of at least of three or more. And um, before and then, you know, and then they had a, and then they uh, got right back and, and won a couple. And then, uh, you know, that huge win against Dallas, uh, keeps their losing streak at one for that one. So, you know, I guess that's the way you got to stay consistent, I guess. Um, but they really need to put together some wins, you know, win streak, because they're sitting in fourth in their division. Um, and if they don't finish third in their division um, to, make, to, to qualify, I know it's way too early to be talking playoffs, but... Um, well, actually, right, as of right now, they are sitting in the first wild card spot, but still a lot of hockey left. They've played forty games, so um, you know that's that's pretty much all. Oh, I got. Um, so I guess we can kind of roll into that big game, um, the Detroit and uh, Nashville game, which was in Detroit. The uh, that was the first meeting. Uh, they got another one coming up in Nashville in March, so that's going to be a huge game, I think, towards the end of the season. So, Let me tell you, so it was a hell of a game. 
Um, yeah, and you know, uh, they actually started, let's see, yeah, Saros was in that for this one, and Alex Lyon, who actually, they they, they actually got him from Florida. I, I, I was trying to forget, remember who he played on, but, um, but, and, you know, and this, I just, you know, one reason why that they're losing is the Preds were taking uh, way more penalties, um, and, you know, this, this, in this game that, you know, it, they were taking. They took a lot of penalties. Uh, the first twenty-five games, they had the ninth fewest time shorthanded, and up until this game against the Red Wings, uh, the last ten games, they were the second most most uh, time shorthanded. So, you know, going into that game, it was just but it was a key, and then that <laughs> didn't pan out because they they were they took way too many penalties in this game. Um, See, let me let me say this too. The, you know, the wings, and the wings came out and they played well. I mean, they kept the pressure on all night long. They made it uncomfortable. You know how I was talking about Detroit feeling uncomfortable. I looked at that game and I saw Nashville, and they looked uncomfortable out there. It was funny because in the first period it, it seemed kind of even, and then but the second period it's like Detroit just kind of took over and and just had them, you know. They didn't have a lot of zone time like all at once, but they had like it was like consistent. I mean, it wasn't. I don't know if it was like one or two minutes, you know, zone, you know, but it wasn't like four or five minutes. I think there might have been one time where they had them in in for like five minutes straight, but they were like they Detroit just took over. Yeah, um, the go ahead goal in the second period. I I don't remember. I don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, but that but that puck so it was in the zone literally for about four minutes that's a long freaking time detroit had the puck in the, in the zone for about four minutes it got cleared out of the zone for about eight seconds and it was right back in you didn't even get a chance to, i think one guy changed and you know like it was I, deflected and it was a deflected goal so you were tired and it was deflected and like I was mentioning in the first period, um, part of the reason why it was fairly even, um, the Preds couldn't just, they couldn't get that momentum to, to really go at them. But the Preds were able to get a power play, but the Wings scored a shorthand goal. It was Larkin, uh, his 13th. I don't know. I'm not sure how many shorthand goals De- Detroit's got uh, this season as a team. Um, I don't know if you know that or not. No, but that that was a deflating goal for the Predators. You know, they're on a power play. They're, their power play has been not all that great. But, you you know, in a game like this, I think that was the first goal. Um, but, you know, in this – this game, you know, remember I had mentioned in my re- previous recaps how Forsberg is one of the ones that are starting to go. Um, he had a five-game goal drought, five-game goal drought heading in this game, and he he did he did score in his goals. And it was a nice play by Nyquist. Well, it was just a nice play by Nyquist behind the net. It was. Um, Nyquist was forechecking. Nyquist was forechecking, and that's what that's what caused turnovers. And then he had a nice little net. Saw Forsberg. Uh, cut into that. So, and um, luckily that you know that was right after the the shorthand goal that they gave up. Well, now we got to talk about this. We did have one. Well, I'll, I'll get two things real quick. Alex Lyon, I thought played a hell of a game. Again, that's a name that just keeps coming back, and that's why I say I think he's a, a new guy in Detroit. But when you look at Lyon. I mean, he played strong. He needed to play strong. He made the big saves when we needed him to make the big saves. And, you know, he, he could have stole that game, which Saros. He made the saves that he needed to make, and Saros did. He had maybe one good save, and that was yeah. just because, um, you know, Patrick Kane had a wide open net, and I don't know what he was doing. He just put it right into Saros's glove. He had the no, whole top no, corner. No, 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 no. Well, no. that's you what... Look at that. You are a glass half-empty person, my friend. Kane is a world-class player. He had all kinds of time. There wasn't any predator on him. It was a great pass. He had all kinds of time. Saros was He was pushing over. He was... When that play developed, he was looking the other direction. But he was sliding over. Stick. It didn't hit it smoothly. So that's what the delay was, and he put it 
as far to the right as he possibly could have without hitting. Yeah, the whole net. He could have. He could have that full net, and he got robbed by Saros. He he, made it a phenomenal save. He could have took like one or two more seconds and put it top corner. No way. No way. Saros would have been across the net. No way. He was. He already coming over when he was. Not a shot. Saros was already. I I watched it three times. Well, I, I I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you. I don't. I mean, I don't. Or you just. I don't know. I just don't think that was. I mean, it. It was his best save of the night, but it wasn't like. It it, it easily oh, could have been a goal. That's gonna be a highlight reel, and it was not. It was well, that's funny because the announcers. I was watching the Predators announce TV, um, mm-hmm. and they were saying that was gonna be a save of the year. I'm like, no way. They're, they're, Why are you way... arguing it right now, saying it wasn't uh, a good save? Because they're not, well, the announcers are preds, so they got to say that. So I, I, guarantee, well, I guarantee it won't be in the top five. If we, can find, thing. if we can find when they, I don't know when they have the saves and goals of the year. You see what I deal with here? You see what I deal with here? But, I'm telling you that Patrick Kane got the puck. And he had all kinds of time and he didn't need all kinds of time. He put that puck as tight to the post as he possibly could. And the glove, he put it right in Sarah's glove. Let me finish my statement because you're coming off and you're not saying anything relevant when it comes to the save, because you, you just want to bash him and give him no credit. You can go on social media. You are a complete Saros hater, along with probably about half of the fan base. And I think you guys are all well, ridiculous, ridiculous. Until he starts winning games. It is not him. It is the bums that are in front of him. A, Saros didn't have a good save, which was an incredible save. And he came across. He dove across the net. It looked like a Dominic Hasek-type move. And he just he, he dove across and he made it was like an outfielder making a dive diving catch it was phenomenal it was a phenomenal save Kane knew that he got robbed and gave the respect to no he didn't he looked up and said what the hell I should have scored that but anyway um, they, the, the Preds just they were taking way too many penalties in this game and um, an interesting note um both the Predators and the Red Wings had 45 goals in the second period, which is tied for third. So the two tied for third. I'm not sure who the other team is, but I'm not sure. So, um, but I don't say this remember. Game, I don't remember it was the third period as far as goals. I, I don't. I think Detroit gives up a lot of goals in third. I don't know because I think they goofed the butt. Um, I know the Predators are right there because they 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 could have had this. They should have had this game. Um. They could have. You're right. It was a very winnable game for either team. But the Preds, they looked uncomfortable, like I said. They were not connecting on their passing. They weren't playing comfortably. And they got no pressure all night long. And they gave Saros no help. Two of the goals were two-on-ones, which you can't Well, that two-on-one he should have had because he always takes shooter. But why was it a two-on-one? Let's talk about that. Why did they forwards, the forwards, forwards turn the puck over? Okay, well, so you've got a forward issue. And then where's the defense? Why is there only one defenseman back? Where's the other defender? He was probably in the zone too deep. I don't know. Now you've got a I, I don't remember. So you've got an offense and a defense problem before it even gets to the goalie. You got to get that figured out before you can expect Saros to win you guys' games. I mean, he's doing the best that he can. He gets peppered. They set a stat on the Red Wings that he, since 2021 season, he is he's made the most saves of any goalie. He's faced the most shots, he's made the most saves of any goalie in those three year periods. Not Vasilevsky. I'm saying for the amount of shots that he takes. Well, maybe they should uh, stop giving up so many shots. There we go. We, you and I, finally agree on something. Now, do you think Saro should be the one to go out and play defense? But, I mean, it's captain, it's those captain. Where's your captain? It's those bad goals in the late in the game. That I mean, the, you you got to make like 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 Lion. He made the saves that he needed to make, and Saros didn't make the saves that he should have made. 
Yeah, in that particular instant. But what I mean, what I'm saying is, don't, don't leave your goalie out to dry. I mean, you play goalie. I mean, you of all people should know this. If, if you come down, if you let in a goal on a two-on-one, and I've seen it. I played a season with you when you were the goalie. If it was a two-on-one, you blame the defense for allowing a two-on-one. But now that it's Sorrows... No, I blame myself because I should have had it. I should be happy that you have Sorrows. And what, I mean, you know what I'm thinking? Here's what I'm thinking that the Predators should consider. Getting close to the trade deadline? Sell him. Why? He's you in a rebuild. I don't care what no. anybody says. You're in a rebuild. Not retooling or refining or whatever dumbass thing that you guys call well, it. Well, I was sitting in a playoff spot right now, so who knows what's going to happen the rest of the season. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that... We're about halfway happens. through, half, almost halfway through the season right now, so we're basically halfway, just like one one game away from halfway. And then what do you do when you get in the playoffs? What do you do well, if you don't make the playoffs? Making the playoffs is another is the one big thing, and once you get to the playoffs, it's a whole other season. So we'll worry about that when the time comes, if the time comes. But what is, you know, what is that thing when you do the same thing over and over and expect different results? Well, that's that's what the next senators are doing. I mean, I'm that's just, what Detroit was doing the last few years. Well, yeah, of course, but, but they're, I mean, they're rebuilding. And, and I know you're getting upset that I'm talking about the Predators, but you guys have not taken any steps to get better in any capacity. You add older players that you can recycle on the team, like Deshane. He, come, he came and he went. Niederreiter came and he went. Well, an interesting thing on that. Um, in the Dallas game that we just played, I know I kind of missed that, but uh, Lausanne had a nice little hit on Duchesne, so open ice hit. But uh, anyway, no, so but anyway, let me to, to wrap to ra- wrap up the Red Wings. Um, I just want to mention, um, you know, in, you know, we all know Nyquist is uh, you know played on Detroit. Um, You're a he, you know he, he gave uh, he gave. You know, he he man he salvaged a point for the Predators by uh, getting a a tying goal uh, late, you know, on a rebound, and uh, they sent it to overtime. But the Preds just couldn't couldn't do it in overtime. So that was that was just a bad loss. Uh, the Predators um, they needed that win more than Detroit, that's for sure. Um, no, not at all. Uh, they De- that win. Well, they had just Detroit was coming off some wins. No, they weren't. Well, they didn't need to win. They could have. Why, why does Detroit not need they, to win? They, they could have lost that game against the Predators and won the next two or three. Well, how about the Predators? The Predators to win the next two or three. The Predators needed that win more. I disagree. It's it's not a conference game. It's an it's a inter in, intra conference game. It's on the outside looking in. We need that win. Well, so is the Predators. You just said they're. I don't know. Well, it's still got half a season to go. Okay, well, Detroit's not in the playoff spot with half a season. Well, we needed to win. Well, they'll be there. They'll they'll be. They got more points than than Nashville, or they did at the time. Doesn't mean they're a playoff team. And that that actually gave them two. That actually gave them two more points. I just don't like. I know it's just it's it's embarrassing when Nashville loses to Detroit. I'm so used. Why? I'm just so used to them losing to them over the years, and it's just frustrating. And for actually, as long as we're talking about Predators, um, they might have a night. Uh, well, maybe he'll be it. Maybe he'll be uh, up and coming in the next uh, several years. But Fred's prospect goalie, uh, Yuha Iacola, he's Finnish, and he was playing in his Finnish league, and he scored a empty net goal in the game. It was actually a nice goal. It actually uh, looked a little similar to Pekarene. He was those, behind. Those are fun. Those are fun to see. Yeah, he was behind in that, um, and he launched it. it. It was a little bit in the air. It wasn't exactly like Pekka, obviously, um, but it was it was in the same area, and it was obviously in the air because 
I, I mean, obviously it's got to be in the air, but but anyway, uh, a little a little bit on Yuha Ayakola. He was traded uh, from Tampa Bay. It was like 115th pick. Um, he was the Predators. Uh, it was 121st pick, so I don't know. Maybe he won't be a good goal. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but he was he um, he he came from the he, it was traded the draft pick the pick was traded from uh, Tampa Bay. So I guess I mean late late in the draft. I guess you just trade picks and hopefully you'll find something. Um, so he's playing he played for Kalpa. Which is in the Finnish uh, Liga, L-I-I-G-A. So, it was just an interesting uh, story on, on, on the prospect. Um, and as long as we're talking about Pres prospect goalie, um, I know I should be talking about this later in the in the age date, but uh, Askarov uh, got a shutout against. I don't remember who it was. Um, but somehow when he got the shutout, and I don't know why, he flipped the net down. Like net, he took the net, and when the game was over, he took the net and just flipped it down. Maybe so, so, so the front of the net is like laying against the ice, kind of like what they do Was in post game. It was, yeah, it was right when the game was over. When the game, when the final horn went, and he, because he got the shutout. So I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, not sure. Well, one of the, one not, of the not sure why. Shutout. Not sure why. Well, he's got, um, I'll have to look at it. I'll look at it later, um, in, in a few minutes, um, how many shutouts he's got. Uh, but yeah, I, I just not, not sure why. It's like if that's his thing. Like every shutout, he flips in that. No, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so I guess we can. Uh, there seems like a lot of NHL news. A big, um, probably the biggest news story. Um, biggest as far as injuries. Um, I'll let you handle that because I got a little good news to uh, follow. Uh, kind of related to that. Uh, following that. Um, so. We're going to talk about uh, Connor Bedard, the young rookie for the Chicago Blackhawks, dancing and fiddling around in the the neutral zone with his head down. And Brendan Smith came up and laid the body on him. Oh! It wasn't even that hard of a hit. It wasn't it looked violent. It, I didn't even, it didn't even look like he hit his head. No, it, it looked like he got him right on the shoulder. I don't know how. It, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, I don't know. It just it didn't look vicious. It didn't look like like remember when Patrick Line got laid out against Buffalo a few years back, right at center ice. He was out cold. It was nothing even close to that. This little kid just fell to the ground, grabbed his jaw, and went back into the locker room and never came back. So Brennan Smith put Connor Bedard on IR with a fractured jaw. Former yeah, wing. Former wing, yep. He's, he was one of our tougher guys. But what I'll say is, here's what you got to do. You got to watch the next Devils-Blackhawks game. It is going to be electric. So I'm just saying that's that's a must-see must TV. And uh, like I said, the little good news story, that I don't have that. Um, music for that anymore. Um, Brendan Smith, uh, he's well, he's he's it's you know he's got a history with cancer as far as his family, um, but he's going to be raising some money for cancer awareness with uh, it's called he's calling it Cancer Jam. It's basically like a can jam game. It's 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 going to be uh, uh, New Jersey players uh, involved in there and. And and fans, I guess. So it's it's nice little event. Um, just want to say kudos to him for for doing that because he's I, I believe he had some uh, family member. I don't know if he if they 
passed away from it or if they had it there his family and grandma I want to think his grandmother or mother or something but um but yeah and then um so Chicago they're they're struggling um they they also lost Nick Felino um right he's got a fractured left finger yeah it's gonna put him out for a little while his fingers are hard I mean that's you know ask Mark Mathot when Crosby cut his finger off remember that Oh yeah, it's kind of important. And that slash, I didn't get. Not a, yeah, I don't think he got a penalty for that. No. Nope, it's Crosby. Why would he? Um, but then uh, the King's goalie there. What's his name? Oh yeah, uh, Copley. Oh, uh, it was. He's out. He's done. He's out for the season. Oh, it was, it was in practice. He injured in December 15th practice. He had uh, ACL surgery. That's a pretty hard practice. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> but then again, I mean, yeah, it's a, he, had, he had surgery, so he probably just tweaked it wrong, you know, um, you know stretching out or something. And so that that's a huge loss for them. Um, he was having a, a decent season. Um, he was actually, well, he was four one and two. Actually, his goals against isn't that great though. I guess he wasn't doing that good. Three three six three point one six goals against average and eight point eight seventy save percentage. But he was four one and two. In one shot, so I don't know how he was four one and two, and they must be scoring goals because that's not a very good goals against or save percentage. <laughs> so I guess I take that one back. Kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get that stats in a little bit. Um, I think uh, is that the only injuries that I saw. I think that was it. Is that, I don't. Think um, but actually, uh, you know, as far as the Blackhawks. Uh, Two huge losses in Bedard and um, and Felino, but they managed to win <laughs> their first game without Bedard. So who knows? Maybe that'll uh, spark their team and thinking maybe they were maybe they're relying too much on them. You know, kind of kind of like uh, I, I don't want to compare them to like Pittsburgh and Crosby because they are Melkin, but you know, I guess you know you get these really elite players on his team, something that the Predators never really had. Um, I just want to give a quick but, update on Tage Thompson. He is back and better, better than ever. Oh, he was injured? Yeah, remember he, he was out? We talked about it. Oh, that's right. He out with personal. Yeah. It was personal lease. But the other day, he just had three points. Um, he had three points. Oh, it's good for my fantasy team. Yep. But I think I might have been having it on the bench because I was screwed up on that one and didn't put an uh, extra winger slot in there and I can't change it. So I got to like, I'm always having like one or two guys on the bench because I got so many. But I'm still managing them to win, which actually, as I were talking about that, I'm playing you in the one league. It's uh, was a six team league. I'm eleven and one on the season. You're ten and two, and I should probably change my lineup. I haven't changed it in like a week. Well, I think it ends on Monday. We got one. Oh, you got. Oh, I got no games remaining. You got one game remaining. I'm winning thirteen ninety one to twelve sixty nine. Oh, geez, you got a look at all the IR guys you got. Kaprizov, Falk. Yeah, you better check them. Lane, Connor. Yeah, though no, that's why. I guess you better change up your lineup. Um, I didn't see any fines or suspensions. Um, I don't know if you've seen any. Um, probably not because it's, you know the new year. The new year just basically started. So, see what else we got going on. Uh, I'll just. There were obviously no trades, but um, as far as the Predators, um, got to keep an eye out on uh, Tyson Berry. He was actually a... So we, did, we did have a suspension that we didn't talk about, I don't believe. Okay. Um, it was the Jason Zucker, uh, Nick Cousins. We got three games for it. Do we, t- we might have talked about Oh wait, that just happened, didn't it? Yep. 
Okay, yeah, um, but I didn't hear about that. Um, yeah, so, but, you know, Barry, you know, he's probably going to be traded. But the only thing that's kind of uh, really weird, um, he was out against Detroit, and I was thinking it was going to be like a healthy scratch like he for sure would was. They had him he listed as as upper body injury. So, obviously, they're not going to be trading him if he's listed as injured because nobody's going to want to trade for an injured player. Um, so, I guess we'll just have to keep an eye on, um, you know, the story you know, over the coming weeks. I'll have to really dig into that into that because I just, you know, that's, that's probably one of the players that's going to be moved. Um, uh Obviously, because he doesn't want to be there, he's going to be a free agent, free agent at the end of this year. So, I mean, they could just lose him. Which, I mean, even if they just let him go and don't get anything for him, it's not really a big deal. Um, I don't think his salary is that much, but I mean, at least get a draft pick for him. I mean, you're not going to get somebody like good. But, you know, maybe a young prospect or a draft pick. Um, so, you know, just just try to get a draft pick or a prospect. Um, so, you know, I'm not sh- really sure how old he is. He's got to be getting up there. Um, he's got to get there, be getting up there in, in age. It's just a matter of time, I think, before he actually goes. He's actually, uh, let's see, 1991. So he's like 30. Six, thirty-seven, maybe something like that. I'm not really doing. Thirty-five. He was born ninety-one. Oh, that's 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 all I got for that. For the, you know the. I think the news and the suspensions. Uh, let's see. We don't need to go through any of the school leaders. I think the leaders are still the same. Yeah, Matthews is still leading goals. Um, actually, that might be good for the uh, the rookies. Um, that that Bedard is gone. Maybe they can catch him. I guess it could be depending on how long Bedard's out. Uh, he's only he only has three goal leads. So yeah, he he'll probably end up. That's probably good for the uh, some of the rookies. They can chase some points. Might not. I guess we're going into the Pred Wings ten spot now. Well, you start out the Pred Wings ten this week, and I don't know what that first team is. The number one spot, New York State. Oh yeah, <laughs> New, I've got. You know, I'm going to do mine like I usually do it. So I've got the Rangers and then Boston and then Winnipeg. And then I've got Colorado, Florida, uh, Vancouver. Um, the hell did you change that on me? I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know. What the heck? How much you been drinking tonight? Oh, it's Dallas. None, 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 none. Um, Dallas. Oh, no, I already put Dallas in there. But Carolina, Dallas. Oh, we got Toronto. two kind of like me with Florida. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in my thing. Is that supposed to be Vegas? Oh, yes. Vancouver. You know what? It's Vegas. Yeah. Val? Val? <laughs> it must have autocorrected. Oh, yeah. I, I just used the three letters for their their... Or just copy and paste from last week's list. And then it just switches <laughs> over. All right, so that's that's fine. I mean, Toronto—they just—they're they're kind of teetering around, like they're just not—they're not going away. So I think they're yeah. gonna weasel their way into into something. I don't know if they're gonna produce anything, but no, there's a lot of teams that are on. Colorado, Colorado's been playing really good lately too. So there's a lot of teams on streaks right now too. So. Um, not good for Detroit. So you, so your your uh, list is all done. Yep. Uh, so my list, um, I actually have the Rangers on uh, number one spot. Florida moved up to number two uh, just because they're right out. They're on a seven game win streak and they're caught the Bruins. Um, and then Seattle, they had a couple huge 
couple of huge wins. Uh, the only thing is they had a win streak um, going, but they kind of actually yeah they're still on they they're on a six game win streak themselves. Um, there was somebody else I was thinking of. Uh, then I got Winnipeg uh, sitting in four. They are leading the Central by three points. They're on a six-game winning streak themselves. So a lot of streaking going on in the NHL. Colorado, I got them in fifth. Uh, they're just three points behind. They did drop one, though. Um, then I got Boston moving up to six. I had them in nine, nine at last show. Uh they're just they're they're quietly there. I mean, they're still leading. That you know, Florida might catch them, but they they seem to win when they you know they got some losses. But I mean, they seem to they seem to win when they need to. They're you know they're still still really good at home, and the the road record's not bad either. You know, only five losses. Um, then I got the Kings in seventh. I think that, yeah, I got them dropping a little bit. Um, they, they've been kind of, I mean, they, they're kind of struggling. I mean, they did, they win a couple of games, you know, against some good teams, and then they kind of dropped some. But Edmonton, I got them moving back in. Uh, at number eight, they are at a seven-game win streak. I think that's the hottest in the league right now, tied with, so was there somebody else with seven? Yeah, Florida. So Florida, I'm just the hottest teams right now. And I got Toronto moving in at the ninth spot. They, well, if it was for Florida's, rate, <coughs> Florida's win streak, they'd be sitting in second still. And they're on a, they're on a little three-game win streak themselves. And then I got Vegas um, moving in. Yeah, I had them out last week. I uh, got them moving back into the 10th spot. Um, they're just kind of up and down, too. I mean, they, they do win when they need to, but they lose games that they shouldn't. Um, so that means Vancouver, Philadelphia, Minnesota dropped out. Philadelphia probably, <clears throat> I don't know if I'll have them back in. Who knows? But Vancouver, I mean, they're probably sitting right there at 11. And then I just want to admit, why is Toronto a special mention? I got them in the lineup. So that's not special. Uh, Carolina, I just want to give a shout-out to them. Um, you know, they're – I mean, the Rangers still got that big lead, sort of, kind of, over them. Um, it's not quite 10 points. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if Carolina will be able to catch the Rangers, at least to the playoffs. Um so that's that's it for my Predators ten and boy, you know, I just want to mention about the Sharks. Um, you know, going into the, you know, the, 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 the Wings had played them. You know, actually, it was just the second. Um, you know, we were kind of joking around that they'll probably lose that game. Um, but they were because they were on like a seven game losing streak at the time. Yeah, Detroit tried to lose it. Well. <laughs> Poor San Jose. I don't know what their problem is, but their uh, their 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 streak, their losing streak is eleven games now. So, uh, did they fire? I'm sure they fired their coach. I even heard. I even heard. Um, or did no, they say so they, they? They're so bad. They got nine wins. The only team, the real team's got double digit wins except for them. Um. I'm I'm sure they would. <laughs> I I would not be want to be the team uh, to to lose to them, you know, and and win their and you know break that eleven game um, streak. And they got Toronto. It's uh it's it's at Toronto too coming up. So <laughs> why well, just it'll be just a team to lose to them too. <laughs> so they're on a Canadian, they're on a Canadian road trip, and then they got Buffalo. So it might be Buffalo. Who knows? But uh, probably gonna might might miss, make some Buffalo fans mad. But uh, so that's that's how we got for that. Um, I don't think I have any more stories. Um, nothing. No. No. Uh, no other stories. Um, I 
guess the All-Star game is coming up. I don't know if there's a vote, a fan vote, or I don't, I just, I kind of like lose, lost interest in the All-Star. Because just, 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 just the way, just because of the votes. And the only thing I really like is the, uh, the skills competition. That's kind of, that's usually kind of funny. I like the old school skills stuff. But I believe that's coming up. It, or is that is that in January or February? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be around the first of February. Because it, look, it looks, yeah, there's no games on the first, second, or third, so it's probably well, actually to be the fourth rather than it's easy on a Sunday. So there's because there's no games on the first and second and third. Okay, so it looks like it's in February. That must be right around the time of the the NFL. All Star or Super Bowl or whatever. I think it's usually around there. I think. Um, so I don't really have any updates. Uh, I see on the Admirals as far as they had. Let's see, last time it was like the end of December. Uh, they had a they had a win. Uh, looks like they they might have had a loss against Rockford. But they started out the new year with a couple shutouts against Colorado. Um, so that, and uh, no, interesting, I was been talking about Dennis Gurianov. Um, he's leading the Admirals with 30 points. He got called up to the Predators. He did not play uh, in the Dallas game. Um, it's because that's that's uh, noteworthy because he was a uh, Dallas Stars draft pick. So he did not play in that game. Uh, Jankowski still he's still tied with him with thirty points, and Afanasiev's got twenty three uh, points. Uh, let goalie would see Yaroslav. He's got two shutouts. So um, let's see if he's got any more shutouts. We'll have to keep an eye and see if he does that net flip thing. So he's ten and six, um, thirty-four in seventeen games. Um, his goals against isn't too bad, I guess. Two point one four. I guess that's not too bad for the AHL. Saros is a three oh one goals against. So, well, save percentage is nine oh one. I guess that's not too bad. It's ninety percent. So I guess, I guess that's not too bad. Just as long as it doesn't drip drop below nine hundred. <clears throat> or 90%, but he's 16 and 14, 31 games. I guess I'll take that one. Uh, Forsberg still leading with 45 points, uh, 21 goals. He's leading the team with 21 goals. I believe he's also leading the assist, team in assists with 24. He was right behind him with 23 assists. So, And oh, he's a minus one. He also is a minus one. I know you hate that stat. Oh, Barry's a minus eight. Yeah, because, I mean, some of these, if he just jumps onto the ice, he's getting hit with the negative. Like, that's, that's not well, yeah, but he's he's like the number one defense pairing. He should be a plus. Well, I mean. Especially since he's probably on the line with, you know, he's got 23 assists, so he's obviously getting a lot of assists on Forsberg and, and uh, O'Reilly's goals. Yeah, just there might be a lot of tips. Just, just take shots from the point. That's all you got to do. So that's all I got for the Admirals and now they're the state of them. Yeah, I don't have anything on the Griffins. I know that Koss has been playing much better as of late. I know they made a, um, I know they made a connection with that during. I think it was the Kings game. That he's been playing good. So, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring, but I don't have much else going on. And I just wanted to mention, um, uh, I don't know if anyone realizes, uh, In Connor Ingram, the Coyotes uh, goaltender, um, if you remember, he had um, some uh, mental health issues, um, but he's rebounding really nice from that. And uh, so, he's, he's uh, you know, he's, 
not doing too bad in Arizona right now, so nice to see him rebound from that. You know, that's a pretty serious issue, and especially for a goaltender because goaltending is definitely uh, 90% men, mental. I know a lot of people might argue that, but um, so um, looking forward to some <clears throat> recaps next week. So let's jump into, let's see, the weekly picks. Uh, let's see. Carolina, we'll start with the Predators this week. Um, we both got that game wrong. The Carolina, I guess we, we must have thought that was, we both must have thought that was going to be a win. Um, and then I got the Detroit one wrong, and you got it right, which <clears throat> obviously you were going to pick Detroit anyway. Um, and we, we both got the Washington game correct. And then Chicago, I got right, and you were wrong. And then the Calgary, we both were wrong. And Dallas, we were both wrong on that one. Um, so then that leads us into, let's see, uh, Detroit. We, I got the Minnesota one correct. Um, did I must have called it loss or did they win that game? I can't remember. I think they won. Did they win? And then uh, you got that one wrong, and then obviously we I just mentioned I got the Nashville run wrong, and you got you got that one right. San Jose I got right, you got wrong. You must have thought that was a loss. And then the Kings, uh, we both got that one wrong. So I guess we can uh, let's let's jump into the pre- the Wings uh, upcoming game, which is being played right now. I'm gonna go with a win on that one. Um, actually, you know what? We just did the Predators. Let me let me go through and say what I'll do with the Predators. Um, I'm gonna say they're gonna beat Anaheim. Yeah, and that's just after you play them. We got them coming up on the ninth. Okay, and then I think they're gonna lose the next three. I think. And that's in Nashville. Yeah, I think they'll lose to Dallas. I think they're gonna lose to the Islanders. I think. I don't know. I think they'll beat the Islanders. And I think they'll lose to. Um, I guess. And then. Going to the wings, um, you know, we've got An- Anaheim, which I'm going to go with the win. Edmonton, I'm going to go with a win. I just don't know why. I think the Kings are going to be a loss. And I think Toronto is going to be... That one, that one is next Sunday as well. Um, I'm going to go with a win on that one. That one... Uh, what time is that game? Let me see real quick. Because um, that is next Sunday. Um, that is a 7 o'clock start time, so probably you won't be doing a recap on that one, probably. Um, but I'll still... Uh, the Anaheim one I called a win uh, for Detroit. Um Edmonton, I'm going to go with a loss. They're playing really good right now. Although, yeah, I guess the streak's got to end sometime, though. But I'm still going to go with a loss. Oh, that's in Detroit, too. <clears throat> then the Kings, that's that's, a, that's in Detroit. I'm going to go for a win on that one. And then I'm going to say that's at Toronto. I'm going to go for the loss for that one. Jumping over to the Preds, uh, Anaheim coming into town on the ninth, right after Detroit beats them up, beats them up for us in Anaheim. Well, kind of, I think. Well, not really beating them up. Uh, I'm gonna go with a win, uh, and then then we got Dallas again uh, at Dallas. Um, they just come off that win. I think they're gonna. I th- they, they, they found a way to win in Dallas. Uh, they had you know, a couple leads, and they didn't blow them in Dallas, which is hard to play as play. I think I think they might win that game. They'll probably lose because um, Dallas might be a little mad, but you know, I, I, it's 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 a big rivalry over the last couple of years. Um, I, I'm going to stick with a win for that one. 
that they're gonna lose the Islanders. That's that's in Nashville. It's you know it's back to back. They play Dallas, Dallas on the twelfth, and then the Islanders on the thirteenth. So the Islanders will be sitting in Nashville waiting. Um, I believe that's on Saturday. Yeah, the Islanders don't play the night before, and then the Islanders actually the Islanders. Yeah, they're at home on the. Uh, so yeah, so they'll be sitting in Nashville probably. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna go with a loss just because it's a back to back. Coming off that hard Dallas game, probably gonna be a physical game. Um, and then they gotta go to Vegas on the 15th of the month. That's a Monday. That's Martin Luther King Day. Um, that might be. Is that an afternoon game? Uh, that's no. That's a six o'clock start in Vegas. Um, actually, six o'clock start our time, so it's uh, about three o'clock their time. So it's afternoon game. I'm gonna call that a loss in Vegas. So they start. So that that one starts a little road trip. Um, so we'll we'll get into uh, next uh, next week. Um, so those are those are the picks for this week. That's about wrapping up. Seems like I thought we had a kind of a long show. I guess we we really uh, sped through the uh, what we needed to uh, get through. Um, so unless you have anything else to discuss, no, no, I'm good. Um. We can our social media again. Uh, Facebook, Discord, and Instagram is Predwings Podcast. X and YouTube is at Predwings Pod, and our email is Predwings Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville.